Today is 28 August. It's Sunday. I'm Charlie Garrett, and this is the CG Prophecy Report, entitled House of Horrors. That and a lot of other things to go over on today's report. Okay, we've got a couple of folks that have been uh, participating in this prophecy report for years and years. And uh, I've been in touch with uh, Tim for, it's been at least eight or nine, ten years. Anyway, uh, he finally decided to show up for church today, and he brought his wife, Myra. So Tim and Myra Kreeth are here. They're up in uh, Illinois, and they're just down here for today. They got here last night, stayed with us, and then they're going to be leaving after church and going to do some traveling around Florida. So it's wonderful to have you guys here, and thank you for making the effort. And then uh, one other person just snuck in right at, just as the uh, the bell was going off. You know, we're about to get into a boxing match, and uh, Susie Barth comes in, and she's a friend of Mary Lee, and they've been friends. I don't know how this is possible because I can tell this lady's only 39, but the two of them have been friends for over 50 years. So here we go. Thank you for making the effort and coming to church today, ma'am. All right, so uh, we got some news from Israel today, from the Times of Israel. Israel and Turkey to restore ambassadors and full renewal of diplomatic ties. Okay, this has been kind of slowly progressing back to this point, and there's no doubt that it is going to fail again because we know what the Bible says about Gog Magog. But for right now, they have restored ambassadors as a part of the upgrade in ties. Both countries are slated to soon exchange ambassadors and consuls general, though no timeline was provided. This restoration of diplomatic relations is a continuation of the positive direction in the development of relations over the past year. Since President Herzog's diplomatic visit to Ankara, which we talked about a while ago, and the reciprocal visits of the foreign ministers to Jerusalem and Ankara. So here we have these uh, people once again establishing relations. They had very, very good relations between Israel and Turkey years ago, and then that kind of dissolved, especially with that boating incident. But uh, things are starting to get back on track there. Um, From the Jewish press, report says 12%. 12% of Russian Jews have left since the start of the Ukraine war in March. Now, last week we talked about some numbers, but that is actually 12% of the entire Russian Jewish population. 20,500 of Russia's estimated 165,000 Jews have made Aliyah since March. So that's only been a few months, the start of the Ukraine invasion. This is an astonishing figure indicating that more than 12% of Russian Jews were fearful enough of the changes overtaking their country to leave everything behind and take advantage of Israel's offer of a new home. Now, remember, this is prophesied right in the book of Ezekiel, okay? He said he was going to bring these people home. He's going to do it in various ways, and it's been happening right before our eyes, and especially since World War II, but it's been happening in great, great quantities of people and in surprising ways over the past, you know, 70, 75 years. One of the reasons cited by Israeli officials is the very real fear that President Putin would ban flights with Olim, meaning people moving to Israel. Many view the legal assault on the activities of the Jewish agency by Moscow as the result of Russian reluctance to see highly educated Jews, especially IT experts, all of whom have been schooled in Russia, fleeing the country. This reluctance has become 
especially acute under the constant cyber attacks on Russia. Some Russian Jews have suggested that Putin et al. are especially angry at the pro-Alia campaign run by the Jewish agency, which drummed up the fears of a coming wave of anti-Semitism as a result of the war. Well, all of these big massive brains that Russia is losing are being gained by Israel. And not only that, but, you know, the Russian population in Israel is huge. They've got, uh, in addition to them, they've got people from almost every language on the planet back in Israel. So if they want to spy on anybody, they've got the technology through these people, and they have the language abilities by the indigenous people that are now indigenous in Israel. So they've got a real foothold on the world right now because of their abilities and capabilities. And it all comes from God's providence saying, I'm going to get these people back into the land of Israel. And he's doing it. So from the Aljamainer, UAE Israel trade reaches $1.4 billion this year so far, surpassing all of 2021. And we still got several months to go on the uh, calendar here. So things are going up between Israel and the UAE. I'd like to remind you that this is solely because of one man, Donald Trump. The agreement has since ushered in a flurry of economic cooperation with Israel and the UAE in inking a free trade pact in May following months of negotiations. It was Israel's first such trade deal with an Arab country, and it is expected to increase annual trade between the two economies to more than $10 billion by 2027. Well, hopefully we'll be out of here by then, but if not, we'll be talking about whether that estimate is correct or not. From the Jerusalem Post, Cyprus decides to buy Israel's Iron Dome rocket defense system. Now, this could cause a problem between Turkey and Israel because Cyprus is on the other side of that island that Turkey claims. And so they're, uh, you know, they, they have this thing going on, but it probably will not affect it, but it may. Israel's Iron Dome rocket defense system is set to be purchased for the Cypriot National Guard after its defense ministry's approval. The agreement has been signed by both Israeli and Cypriot officials. The National Guard is reportedly eager to add the Iron Dome system to its arsenal as its range would fully cover the areas needed by Cyprus. The system is considered ideal for both air defense and countering the threat of Turkish drones. Now remember, we've been watching this thing working for years now. They'll shoot in 150 uh, missiles and Israel targets them. And he says, well, that one's going to fall out in an open field. We're not going to worry about that. And then they very quickly do this within seconds. And then they can decide we need to take out these 17 missiles that are incoming. And they get all 17. So this is proven effective. And now people are seeing this and Cyprus wants it. The report described Iron Dome as the best system of its type available, as seen in its effectiveness recently against rockets fired from the Gaza Strip. Okay, wonderful stuff. We have the Patriot missile system in America, and I think that the Israelis have done something far superior. But whatever. From the Times of Israel. In first, Israeli plane flies, here it is, we've been waiting for this, over Saudi airspace to non-Gulf destination. This was this past week. They were allowed to enter Saudi airspace and fly over it rather than going all around the country. It's Arkea flight IZ-611 to the Seychelles flies along Saudi's Red Sea shores, reducing travel time by 20 minutes, which isn't much. Some of them, it'll save them hours and hours and hours, especially going around Saudi Arabia to get to India or Indonesia or something. So, um, more substantial reductions to routes will require use of Oman's airspace. So we'll see how that goes. And then from the Times of Israel, 
Bank of Israel raises interest rate to 2% as inflation climbs. So Israel's having an inflationary problem as well. Okay, we got some news from uh, Christianity today. And before I give you our first article, Ron Hicks, he's the guy that's been doing the Bible Typer app. He uh, said, if you do this, and there are several people that are taking this challenge, he says, do not neglect the chronology setting for the programs. He said, any nominal Christian will benefit as I have from the rich detail the Bible gives. So he recommends not only following the main app, but go to the chronology setting. And he says, you'll be blessed by that. I don't know. I haven't been doing the Bible typer, but if you want to type the entire Bible and improve your typing skills, that's what he says you should do. Mail online. I'm not worth your red lobster money. Kansas City pastor berates cheap congregation for not honoring him with a new watch that he's wanted for a year as a part of a sermon on taking care of God's shepherd. Now, this is what you hear from me all the time. When I preach, it's always about watches and stuff, right? Okay, Carlton Funderburk, pastor of church at the well in Kansas City, was caught on video calling his congregation poor, broke, busted, and disgusted. He berated his church members this after claiming he had still not received an expensive Movado watch that he asked them to buy him last year. A Movado watch ranges from $395 to $3,295. I wonder which one he wanted. He did not indicate what specific watch he wanted his congregation to purchase for him, and I'm thinking he wants the Benny Hinn model personally, but he says, I'm not worth your McDonald's money. I'm not worth your Red Lobster money. Oh my Let me kick down the door and talk to my cheap sons and daughters. That's how you win a congregation over. Yeah. Just, in, you know, if you've never pastored a church, take it from him. That's how you win the folks over, okay? From NBC, Florida Christian School says it will refer to students only by biological gender, ask gay and transgender students to leave. Now, this is something I talked about a little bit before, and this is about a week, maybe uh, 10 days old, but I still want to read it to you because this guy is making a stand for the Bible and for Jesus. And you need to hear about this guy if you have not. A religious school in Florida, Florida, says it will only refer to students by their sex assigned at birth. While pupils who are gay, transgender, or gender nonconforming will be asked to leave the school immediately. The subject line of the email reads, important school policy point of emphasis, please read. The correspondence to parents cited scripture and said that students will be referred to by the gender on their birth certificates during the school year beginning this month. While the email refers to biological gender, the NIH defines gender, who cares what they think? They define gender as a social construct as opposed to sex, which is the biological difference between females and males. We believe that God created mankind in his image, male, man, and female, woman, sexually different but with equal dignity. Therefore, one's biological sex must be affirmed and no attempts should be made to physically change, alter, or disagree with one's biological gender, including but not limited to elective sex reassignment, transvestite, transgender, or non-binary gender fluid acts of conduct. Students in school will be referred to by the gender on their birth certificate and be referenced in name in the same fashion. 
It continued, we believe that any form of homosexuality, lesbianism, bisexuality, transgender identity, lifestyle, self-identification, bestiality, incest, fornication, adultery, and pornography are sinful in the sight of God and the church. Students who are found participating in these lifestyles will be asked to leave the school immediately. He's gotten a lot of ragging over this, but good for him. It's unbelievable that this is even necessary, but... He took the stand because it is necessary. From the Gateway Pundit, leadership of Christian school warned parents LGBTQ students will be asked to leave. Now they are facing harassment and death threats. The loving left. From the New York Post, pastor at Florida Christian School won't cower to woke TikTokers after trans policy backlash. Good. From SMH, which is the Sydney Morning Herald, not the Sarasota Memorial Hospital. Okay, Sydney Morning Herald. Progressive Anglicans devastated by conservative schism over same-sex marriage. They're devastated over people holding to the Bible. They're the ones that departed, not the other way around, and they're devastated that these people are holding to their biblical morality. Peter Stewart, the Bishop of Newcastle, apologized he apologized to the LGBTQI community. Good morning, Miss Garrett. How are you? He said, I'm sorry for the pain that you endure too often when Anglicans speak. So it's painful to speak the Bible, according to this supposed bishop. North Queensland Bishop Keith Joseph described the split as an error. Clarence Bester, the Bishop of Wangaratta, said it was a sadness that we hear it is discriminate against people and we use scripture as justification. So this has no meaning, no meaning at all to the people in the Anglican community in Australia. None. It's discrimination to use his book. The unreverend Elizabeth Smith, a priest in Calgary, said she was devastated by the launching of a breakaway new church that calls itself Anglican, but is a world away from what most Australian Anglicans believe, and backed her female bishop, Kay Goldsworthy, who attracted criticism for ordaining a male deacon living in a same-sex marriage. I can't tell you how many points of doctrine are wrong with that short little article, and yet they just, they say it's terrible, and we don't understand it, and how can this be? They, yeah, they obviously can't read. Some news from the Mideast in Africa today, from Breitbart. French police shoot man yelling Allah Akbar while firing shotgun towards them. So this guy's blasting a shotgun and so they shoot him. A man wielding a shotgun in the center of French city of Saint Quentin was shot and injured this week after firing toward police while yelling Allah Akbar. Here it is. Investigators have not ruled out a possible terror motive. <laughs> When police arrived on the scene, the man allegedly fired his weapon in their direction while yelling Allah Akbar, but did not hit anyone. The officers then shot back at the man and hit him in the shoulder. That's their problem right there. If you're going to pull out your gun and you are going to fire that gun, you always shoot to kill, especially when somebody's got a gun shooting at you. Despite being shot in the shoulder, police were still forced to deploy an electric pulse gun to finally subdue him. This is going to be a problem as long as they allow these type of things to continue. From Breitbart, Palestinian leader Mahmoud Abbas tells Germany Israel committed 50 holocausts. Boy, did he get in trouble over this. 
The shocking remark came at a press conference at the Chancellery itself after a reporter asked him about the 50th anniversary of the Munich massacre coming next month. In 1972, Palestinian terrorists from the Black September Terror Group, which was linked to Abbas's ruling Fatah party, broke into the Olympic Village where the Israeli athletes were staying, killing two and taking others hostage. They demanded the release of 234 Palestinians in Israeli prisons, as well as members of the German left Baader Meinhof terror group, who were held in German jails. The rest of the 11 hostages and a police officer were killed during a failed rescue attempt by West German police. Asked whether Palestinian leader he planned to apologize to Israel and Germany for the attack on the 50th anniversary, Abbas responded instead by citing allegations of atrocities committed by Israel since 1947. If we want to go over the past, go ahead. I have 50 slaughters that Israel committed, 50 massacres, 50 slaughters, 50 holocausts, he said, taking care to pronounce the final word in English. Times of Israel, a monstrous lie. Abbas's 50 holocausts claim met with outrage in Israel and Germany. From the Times of Israel, amid furor, Abbas walks back 50 holocaust claim and says he meant Israeli crimes. From the Jerusalem Post, Israel's envoy to Germany. No one will invite Abbas back here anytime soon. <laughs> Times of Israel, Berlin police investigate Abbas for incitement to hatred over 50 Holocaust's remark. Got himself in a pickle. CNBC, Turkey shocks markets with rate cut despite inflation near 80%. This guy is just a genius with economics, I got to tell you. Its main policy rate, which had been at 14% for the last seven months, was cut to 13% in a complete mismatch to what other central banks are doing around the world. Analysts expected no rate change. The move lower by Turkish Central Bank has taken markets by surprise. The lira slid 0.9% against the dollar following the news, trading at more than 18.1 to the greenback near a record low. This guy, he, he thinks he is the greatest economic wizard in the world, and he has driven that country right into the tubes over the past five years. From just the news, Biden continues to push for nuclear deal as Iran escalates plots on U.S. soil. From the CG report, Biden drops crucial demands to get Iran deal. He's just dropping demands, and he just wants this because he's already given away the student loan thing to get votes. The only people that he's buying off are people that already are going to vote for him, okay? And he knows he's not going to win unless he keeps doing stupid things, so he's doing stupid in the Mideast, trying to get a deal before the election. See what a great diplomat I am. He's going to cause damage to this world. From CNN, Iran's Arab foes are mending ties with Tehran, amid uncertainty over nuclear talks. They know that the U.S. is going to cave. They're going to give them billions and billions and billions, even trillions of dollars are coming in the next 10 years when this is passed. And they are going to be a powerhouse in the Middle East of terror. And these Arab countries are scared of it. Okay, now we got something interesting from Mongolia. I bring this up from time to time. Nation. Number of endangered Przewalski's horses in Mongolia exceeds one 
1,000. We've been tracking this since they were extinct in Mongolia, and they're starting to come back. They're over 1,000 now. Currently, there are more than 1,000 Taki in three locations in Mongolia, more than 430 wild horses and 45 breeding harems. A harem for a horse. That's a happy horse there. <laughs> are now in Kustai National Park. This year marks the 30th anniversary of Przewalski's horse's reintroduction to Mongolia. The Przewalski's horse is believed to be the last remaining wild horse species in the entire world. Daniel prophesied that technology would increase in the end times. What's up with that? I call this house of horrors. Listen to this article from MIT Review. This startup, and this is an Israeli startup nonetheless, wants to copy you into an embryo for organ harvesting. In a search for novel forms of longevity medicine, a biotech company based in Israel says it intends to create embryo stage versions of people in order to harvest tissues for use in transplant treatments. The company, Renewal Bio, is pursuing recent advances in stem cell technology and artificial wombs demonstrated by Jacob Hanna. Hanna showed that starting with mouse stem cells, his lab could form highly realistic-looking mouse embryos and keep them growing in a mechanical womb for several days until they developed beating hearts, flowing blood, and cranial folds. Now think of this. They want to do this with humans. So you've got little humans that are actually functioning and then we can harvest organs out of this thing. It's the first time such an advanced embryo has been mimicked without sperm, eggs, or even a uterus. This experiment has huge implications. One wonders what mammal could be next in line. The answer is humans. Hannah tells MIT Technology Review he is already working to replicate the technology starting with human cells and hopes to eventually produce artificial models of human embryos that are equivalent to a 40 to 50 day old pregnancy. That's what they're looking for. Now, I want you to know, I, I usually don't give away the secrets in my house, but my wife is a nurse, and I've been seeing her building something over the past five years, and now I know what she was building. At that stage, basic organs are formed, as well as tiny limbs and fingers. These things are actually forming into beings. Stem cells can be coaxed to self-assemble into structures resembling human embryos. We view the embryo as the best 3D bioprinter. It's the best entity to make organs and proper tissue. Researchers can already print or grow simple tissues like cartilage or bone, but making more complex cell types and organs has proved difficult. An embryo, however, starts building the body naturally. The vision of the company is, can we use these organized embryo entities that have early organs to get cells that can be used for transplantation? We view it as perhaps a universal starting point. This is like a, a like a monster movie or a sci-tech, something Keanu Reeves would be in or something. I don't know. Embryonic blood cells might be collected, multiplied, and transferred to an elderly person in order to reboot the immune system. Another concept is to grow embryonic copies of women with age-related infertility. Researchers could then collect the model's embryos gonads, which could be further matured either in the lab or via transplant into the woman's body to produce youthful eggs. Some scientists say it will be difficult to grow human embryo models to an advanced age. A year ago, the stem cell specialist first showed off a mechanical womb in which he managed to grow natural mouse embryos 
outside of a female mouse for several days. The system involves spinning jars to keep the embryos bathed in nutritious blood serum and oxygen. Remarkably, when stem cells are grown together in specially shaped containers, they will spontaneously join and try to assemble an embryo producing structures that are called embryoids, blastoids, or synthetic embryo models. Many researchers insist that despite appearances, these structures have limited relation to real embryos and zero potential to develop completely. Well, that's the case now, but what's coming? By adding these synthetic mouse embryos to his mechanical womb, however, Hannah managed to grow them further than ever before, to the point where hearts started beating, blood began moving, and there was the start of a brain and a tail. Analyses showed the synthetic versions are about 95% similar to normal mouse embryos based on the mix of cell types inside each. Even so, techniques for growing synthetic embryos remain inefficient. Fewer than 1 in 100 attempts to mimic a mouse embryo was successful. And even the model embryos that developed for the longest time eventually suffered abnormalities, including heart problems. Perhaps because they couldn't grow any further without a proper blood supply. The whole thing is just bad. That's just bad. But I want you to know what people are doing in the technology world right now. It's a dangerous world, including the inevitable plagues the book of Revelation prophesies of. Let's see how that's developing. From the CG report, Fauci, face of shoddy U.S. COVID response to step down from government posts. Yes, you knew that, but I just had to tell you again. <laughs> from Fox News, California store bans masks after thieves use them to avoid identification. Duh. Duh. Yeah, duh. Remember, this all came out at the exact same time. All of this COVID stuff came out at the exact same time that Antifa was wearing those masks and they didn't want to say, oh, these are terrorists. We don't want to identify them as bad people and they're burning down cities and they're killing people. And all of a sudden we have COVID masks to go along with them. So you can't tell people not to wear a mask in a store. Well, now they're telling them you can't wear a mask in the store. The California store owner said customers who still want to wear a mask can schedule an appointment. <laughs> From Breitbart, World Health Organization chief says pandemic demonstrated that the world needs a stronger, empowered organization. I'd say it needs exactly the opposite. From Georgia Star News, China rations energy supplies amid severe drought. Breitbart, China orders communist officials to produce artificial rainfall as drought threatens crops. About three days ago, they sent up planes with the uh, iodine, whatever stuff they put in there. What is it? Silver iodine, thank you. And they sprayed it. I don't know if it's had any effect, but they decided they're going to do it, and they did do it. From Forbes, China just ran into something that could be even more devastating for its supply chains than COVID-19 lockdowns. A record heat wave. Well, they're worried about rain over there, and Jay and Joan just walked in late. Shame on you. And it was pouring outside. So did you spray silver iodine in the sky, or did it just follow you here? Okay, wonderful. I'm telling you. It's what? They do it in Israel all the time in our city, Nazareth, with the silver iodine. Oh, yeah? Oh, that's why you've got that stuff growing out of the top of your head. I was wondering what caused that. I was Nazareth. He says they'd spray that over Nazareth all the time. Okay, from Watchers. Plunging Yangtze River unveils 600-year-old statues. 
They're carved right into the bedrock. Do you know what that means? 600 years ago, people were carving things into the rock, right? There was no river there. It's cyclical. That's the word I'm looking for. It's cyclical, right? From Breitbart. 50% crop loss likely due to drought, German farmers say. Up to half of the crops in parts of the German state of, and I'm going to pronounce this wrong, and she's going to come afterwards, and she's going to scold me. Baden-Württemberg. Okay, she says it's close enough. Danke. Are likely to be lost due to drought with problems to do with prices of fuel, fertilizer, and pesticides connected to the green agenda and war in the Ukraine also reportedly causing problems for those in the region. So everything that's supposed to be good in the world is causing Germany to have a failed crop this year. With the losses expected to materialize in the autumn, the farming chaos may end up being another crisis facing Germany's floundering political class as fuel shortages combined with a free-falling economy hit a public already suffering from officials' poor handling of the COVID-19 pandemic. A serious lack of rainfall has led farmers to fear that the likes of maize, sugar, beet, potato, and soybean crops could see losses of up to 50% should rain not return soon. From NTD, Comirnaty spike facts become available for the first time in the U.S. What that means, and I've been saying this for two years to you, they never have had an approved vaccine in the United States of America or anywhere else since this started. Not one person has been injected with an approved vaccine. Not one. They are just now bringing them in. So I've been saying this for two years and people have been saying that's not true. It is fully true. Not one vaccine has been approved by the FDA that has been injected into the Society of America. And they pencil whip that one. And they pencil whip that one as well. That's right. So what this means is that there is this much liability, not three, this is a zero. There is this much liability for Pfizer and Moderna if you are damaged by these vaccines. And here it is. A small number of, small number, by the way, of Comirnaty and Spikevax COVID-19 vaccine doses have become available in the United States in recent weeks. First time in the history of the world that these are approved, and they're still not going to be liable if somebody's hurt by them, just so you know. Vials of vaccines labeled Comirnaty started being available to members of the United States military in May, and tens of thousands of the vials have since been ordered. What this means is that the U.S. military and the Christians that are being drummed out by the tens of thousands have been forced to take an experimental vaccine in violation of the Nuremberg Codes. It's a violation of their moral and human rights by the President of the United States and by every general officer in the U.S. military and the secretaries of each branch of the military. They're in violation of these people's human rights rights. Comirnaty is the approved version of Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine. Did you just hear that? Comirnaty is the approved version of Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine. Spikevax is the approved version of Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine. Approval means drug regulators granted a biologics license application. The FDA in 2021 approved Comirnaty for adults 16 and older. They approved it, but they never released it. And in January, approved Spikevax for individuals 18 and up. 
before that, the vaccines were available under EUA. I've been saying this. They issued two letters from the FDA. One letter said we have approved this Cominardi and Spikevax, this part of Spikevax, this is approved. The other letter said you may continue under EUA until the supplies are done. They never released either approved vaccine. Every vaccine has been unapproved for the past two years. Every vaccine in every human that has been injected with this stuff. The differences matter due to federal law. A biologics license requires a higher threshold of evidence, and certain aspects of emergency clearance don't apply, meaning you have no rights, zero, to approved products. Even after the approvals were issued, no approved versions were available in the United States. Finally come out. We've been saying this now for two years. Morality is declining. Here's some news on that. Oh, I'll tell you something. I'm not even, gonna, I'm not even going to uh, bother with the article next week. I'll just tell you right now. YouTube secretly changed its COVID guidelines. After all of the abuse that they have heaped on people, all of the abuse for the past year and a half saying that you don't know what you're talking about, blah, 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 you're being banned, people lost their lives, their fortunes over YouTube's policies. And guess what? Now they've changed them back to the way they were. No apologies to any of these people. They've ruined these people that have been out there doing these things. Okay, morality. Mail online. Festival stands by professor who calls sex with animals, this is a female, society's last taboo as the bizarre event fights back amid calls to cancel the zoo sexuality talk. They're openly saying this woman should have a right to speak about this. Town Hall. Woke New York governor signs bill to scrap gendered language. You can no longer in New York say mailman or salesperson or any of those things in the New York government. If you're a government employee in New York, you cannot use any gendered language. Manhole? I'm sorry. It's just a hole now. <laughs> From the SAC B. California bans state-funded travel to Georgia over transgender school sports law. Good for Georgia. From Envolve. Father says pediatrician tried pushing trans ideas on his three-year-old son. Asked him, are you a boy or a girl? Fired. That's what they ought to do with that person. Fired. Put him in prison. Mail online. Annie Leibovitz, accused of racism. She's a photographer. Accused of racism after legendary photographer is accused of repeatedly failing to light black female subjects properly after dim vogue portrait of Kentanji Brown Jackson. <laughs> She puts her in something that matches her personality, and now she's a racist for it. And she's a lefty. Mail online. Golfer is set to become the first transgender woman to win coveted ladies' professional golf association tour card after seeing off competition at qualifier. A boy being a girl, and now he gets to play with the girls in the LPGA. Uh, Haley Davidson, 29, is on her, we'll call him his, way to becoming the first transgender woman, we'll call him a man, to earn an LPGA tour card after success in the first two days of stage one qualifiers. You know what this means? This means he can't cut it as a man. That's what this means. From just the news, Walmart says it's expanding abortion coverage for employees, including travel expenses. Walmart. Coverage will kick in when there is health risk to the mother, rape, or incest, or other factors, which means anything. Some other news from around the world. 
And, uh, you know, my brother had a pretty good idea. He said, you know, if the teachers in the, the schools of America start telling you that you should be eating these bugs, they're pushing this, crickets and all that powdered bug meal instead of eating hamburgers. He said, bring them a bag of roaches and say, here you go, ma'am. This is for you. I agree with that. Zero Hedge, weaponizing the bureaucracy. Who will protect us from the government's standing army? I've been kind of piecing this together over the past couple of years in various articles to you. This guy just put in one article for you. The IRS has stockpiled 4,500 guns and 5 million rounds of ammo in recent years, including 621 shotguns, 539 long barrel rifles, and 15 submachine guns. The VA purchased 11 million rounds of ammo, equivalent to 2,800 rounds for each of their officers, along with camouflage uniforms, riot helmets and shields, specialized image enhancement devices, and tactical lighting. That's the Veterans Administration, supposed to be taking care of people with broken feet, and instead they're out there worrying about other things. The DHS acquired 4 million rounds of ammo and the Department of Homeland Security, DHS, acquired 4 million rounds of ammo in addition to 1,300 guns, including five submachine guns and 189 automatic firearms for its Office of Inspector General. The SSA, yes, the Social Security Administration, secured 800,000 rounds of ammo for their special agents, as well as armor and guns. The EPA owns 600 guns, and the Smithsonian, the Smithsonian Institute, now employs 620 armed special agents. This is how it begins. We have what the founders feared most, a standing or permanent army on American soil. Because the military is not allowed to engage on our soil. But these people can. So they have their own standing army under the executive branch of the United States of America. This de facto standing army is made up of weaponized, militarized civilian forces which look like, dress like, and act like the military. They're armed with guns, ammo, and military-style equipment, are authorized to make arrests, and are trained in military tactics. Mind you, this de facto standing army of bureaucratic, administrative, non-military, paper-pushing, non-traditional law enforcement agencies may look and act like the military, but they are not the military. Rather, they are the foot soldiers of the police state's standing army, and they are growing in number at an alarming rate. The number of federal agents armed with guns, ammo, and military-style equipment authorized to make arrests and trained in military tactics has now tripled over the past several decades. There are now more bureaucratic, non-military government agents armed with weapons than the United States Marines. Well, America, what's that? They're terrorists. They are terrorists. While Americans have to jump through an increasing number of hoops in order to own a gun, federal agencies have been placing orders for hundreds of millions of rounds of hollow point bullets and military gear. Add in the Biden admin's plans to grow the nation's police forces by 100,000 or more cops and swell the ranks of the IRS by 87,000 new employees, some of whom will have arrest and firearm authority, and you've got a nation in the throes of martial law. 
The militarization of America's police forces in recent decades has merely sped up the timeline by which the nation is transformed into an authoritarian regime. From Just the News, more whistleblowers come forward against out-of-control FBI. FBI field offices in Miami, Salt Lake City, Buffalo, and Newark face accusations that their upper management, now just think of the thing that I just read you, okay? Their upper management coerced agents to sign false affidavits, inflated terrorism caseloads to improve their apparent performance, engaged in illicit sexual activities, or concealed those of others. The FBI is completely out of control and its culture and structure needs to change. Not only is the political bias completely out of control and disgustingly obvious, the FBI knows they will not be held accountable for their illegal behavior and misconduct. This whistleblower alleged that FBI Director Ray ignored her allegations of sexual misconduct. Prior to the FBI's raid on Trump's estate, a string of whistleblowers had come forward with accusations of political bias against senior FBI officials. The Washington field office, which sent the agents to Florida to raid Trump's estate, was facing its own set of allegations. They're under investigation, and they still went in and raided the president of the United States of America. Following the raid, Senator Ron Johnson put out a call for FBI whistleblowers to come forward with misconduct concerns. Representative Jim Jordan said that 14 whistleblowers had contacted his office following the raid. One whistleblower said that the senior agents running the field offices face pressure to increase the number of caseloads each year due to the way the Bureau evaluates their performance and that this has led to illicit practices, like targeting mothers who are angry at their school board for trying to convert their children into something they're not. And so now they are identifying citizens of the United States of America as terrorists simply to get promoted. That's what's happening. They're just identifying people as terrorists so that they can get promoted. And they're ignoring the true terrorists, as we saw last week from the CG report. Adolphe Trudeau imposes handgun import ban without waiting for parliament approval in Canada. I hope you got the Adolf part. If you didn't, I'll explain it to you. Adolf, whatever you want to call him, from the post-millennial. Democrat cities overwhelmed with migrants bust from Texas. Good. Governor Abbott said that his state has sent over 7,000 migrants to the nation's capital since April. Big deal. They've had 4.5 or 4.9 million people in the past year come over that border. 7,000 is not a dent. These people in the South are suffering, and they're sending up a few thousand, and the people up there are going absolutely ballistic. Yeah, sanctuary cities. At least 900 in New York since August 5th as part of Operation Lone Star. It's a little small dent, but it's enough to get the liberals engaged. Good. Gateway Pundit. World Economic Forum recommends humans become cyborgs, implant brain chips, there are solid, rational reasons for children to be microchipped. They want you to microchip your children for them. Okay, who said it? A standing military force with an overgrown executive, exactly what we just saw, will not long be safe companions to liberty. A standing military force with an overgrown executive will not long be safe companions to liberty. Thomas Jefferson. 
Eisenhower. This guy. James Madison. That guy right there. Yes, you're right. Him. James Madison said that. Right at the beginning, he knew what was coming. And he said, you got to watch out, folks. And we've, we've been asleep. There is a Florida school that's not woke. Claims God meant what he said when he spoke. Boy or girl, what's within? By itself is not sin. It is sacred and not a bad joke. Okay, I've got a bit of irony here for you today and we will be done. I've got two of them. We've got a problem with police departments lately. From Fox, New York City thieves rob coffee shop customers at gunpoint near an office of defund police council member right there and the mail online indian gang run fake police station out of a hotel just 500 yards from a real cop headquarter and fleece locals for eight months before getting caught yes such is the world in which we live so from sarasota florida to ulaanbaatar mongolia I'm Charlie Garrett, and that is your very scary CG report for the week.